0: SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good
1: morning.
2: Hey. How are you doing? Hello, Beck. Hey, have you ever wondered um, how many people, right at six o'clock, are up and about listening to the radio?
3: I'm sure a lot of people set their alarms to wake up to our voices in their clock radio. <laughs> yeah.
2: Or may, may well be coming home from night shift mm. or getting up early, going to the gym. What Some that? people may have had a 5 a.m. gym and they're on their way back. I might want to do a little test to find out how many people are listening. Right? Oh,
3: what if what if it's crickets? Oh, well, well, it could be crickets, that,
2: you know? That's exactly why we would do a little test. Mm. Right. Is anyone
3: coming home from the club on a
2: Wednesday um, night? Probably not. What's today? Thursday. No, probably not. Is there a Wednesday night that's a regular night in Adelaide? God, wasn't, used, um, 20 years ago, there used to be warp Time Warp
4: on a Wednesday
3: heaven. night of heaven.
5: Yeah. What
2: about, um, wasn't Grab a Granny's <laughs> at the <laughs> top of the arc a Wednesday night? <laughs> Maybe. Was that the over oh, no. 35? Is anyone sure.
3: coming home from the club? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, what I want to do, and the reason why I was thinking about this, because I see you, our walking billboard, you've strutted in today in your new mm. fleece jumper. It's a collab. It's got a Beck and Soda on the back.
3: It says it's got Beck yep. and Soda on the back, but it's a collab right. with ORTC, a great right. local company. Right, so
2: 131060.
3: 131060,
2: we haven't given any of these away yet because they've just been created. they no, very actually the very cool. 131060, uh, give us a buzz. <laughs> you could be the first person in Adelaide to get the new Beck and Soda SAFM Polar Fleece mm-hmm. Jumper. Just in time, time for summer. summer. Oh,
5: you
3: guys! What? Thirteen, ten, sixty. Come on, who's out there? It's got right. a little quarter zip on the top. This is awesome. Hang on, can I just also say these are super cool? But you have one, and yes. have you worn it yet? Absolutely. To take yes. out the garbage. No, I was doing some
2: painting the other day, oh. and um, I've got to say it works fantastically well. Uh, Thirteen, ten, sixty. Give us a buzz. You can be the first person. But can we get a photo of you and yours? And yep. we'll pop it up on the socials, mm-hmm. um, and we will give away our first polar fleece beck and Soda winter jacket. You have rubber.
3: to wear it out though; don't just wear yeah. it around the house. Yeah. It's high fashion and it's got...
2: discreet. Like it's not a billboard. It's, a b- it's just got it's a, little, just
3: a little, it's got little,
2: little. It's got the colours. Branding. The S A F M colours. Yeah, so that's which nice. What it? are we? Blue and is that teal or aqua? What colour is that? Aqua. Uh, I right. say SAFM teal colour. because
3: it'll put the crows mm. fans off. Yeah. It's aqua.
2: Yeah. Okay, okay. Melissa from Two Wells. Good morning, Mel. Good morning. Oh, you're up and early. Uh, Tell us, what are you doing right now?
4: Um, I am driving to work.
2: Okay. Where are you off to?
4: Um, I work in the city um, Mm -hmm. from Two Wells and I work um, in insurance. So really, really exciting.
2: No, that's okay. You're out and about. What's the commute? How long does that take you?
4: Um, Well, this morning it's taking me about 25 minutes because I am on the motorway. Nice. All
3: right. Well, would you like one of our brand new Beckinsale Polar Fleeces? Yes, please. Oh, Beautiful. we're loud and proud for us, Mel. You will do, definitely. There
2: you go. Have a great day at work. Okay, we're heading to Highbury. Morning, Remy. Oh, no, Remy's just dropped out. Remy, oh, Let's go Remy to, uh,
3: get uh, back Kristen. on the phone. Remy heard me say we're at loud and proud. He's like, <laughs> not interested. Uh, well, Remy, it says he's
2: a builder. He could wear it on site. Mm, we yeah. should put some, uh, we might be able to get some um, high-vis little tape to learn. All <laughs> right, where are we going?
3: Okay, Christian in Manapurra West, what are you doing out and about so early? Morning. I'm just taking a friend to work.
2: Oh. Right. Uh, uh, did a friend sleep over?
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, hang on, Kristen. Oh,
3: um, a little it, drive it. of shame, Kristen. Oh. Kristen, is this <laughs> no, a, no, no, no
4: special friend? Oh, a little bit, yeah. Right. Is he wearing the same well, clothes? Must, as... must be special for me to get up at five a.m. Yeah. taking to work, so right. doing something right.
2: And is this a new sort of little collaboration, or has this been going on for a little while?
4: Oh, it's pretty new. It's a couple of
2: months.
4: Oh, cool. Oh, honeymoon and period. Ha- how's it going, Kristen?
3: <laughs> Pardon me?
2: How's it going? you going all yeah, the Yeah, it's
3: going, yeah, pretty crazy, pretty good. I feel like you're delving a bit deep. So. Why? <laughs>
2: there you go. I'd I know. like to find out what people are doing with <laughs> Kristen. Right. We'll get you a, uh, we'll get you top. We should even get a uh, matching one <laughs> all for you. Right. For your, <laughs> for <laughs> your special have you got one of
3: our brand new polar fleeces.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, still, who else? Yeah, is yeah, about? Eric. Let's go to Eric and Andrew's time. Morning, Eric.
4: Good morning, guys. How are we?
2: Terrific
3: good. mate. Good. Do you want one of our That's cool good. polar fleeces?
4: Of course I do, especially since you two Beckinsale, you bond really well. Oh, oh, oh. Eric, you're a good man. Suck. That's good. Eric, what are you
2: <laughs> doing now? Off to work doing what? I am, what industry? I'm,
4: believe it or not, I'm sitting in uh, traffic on my way to work. I work in uh, hospitality.
2: Oh, right. Whereabouts?
4: Um, down at the Highlander.
2: Oh, beautiful.
4: Nice. nice I know. Place. Come and see me for Melbourne Cup.
2: Right, Highlander, geez, you're up early. What what's going on? The pokies, what time they open up? Um,
4: uh, management rail fun.
2: Ah, good on okay. you, buddy. All right there, Eric the Highlander. All right,
3: one more. All right, one more. Oh, we're gonna to go to Cooper. Petey. Peter, you wanna poll a polar fleece, mate? Yes, please. Oh,
2: Pete. I I love the name Peter for a girl. <laughs> it's a brilliant name. Um, hey Pete, what are you doing in Adelaide <laughs> if you're from Cooper Petey?
4: Um, I'm actually on my way to to my uni placement. So I'm studying nursing. Yep. So I'm on my way to the RA. Brilliant. Good on yeah. you, Pete. Uh,
3: well, fantastic. It gets a bit hot in Cooper Petey, but there'll be occasions, it gets cold sometimes, doesn't it, overnight when it, you
4: can wear your polar fleece? It is very cold at night. We mm. do get down to the zeros and we have had some ice last winter. Oh, so all right. it does get cold out all there. All right. Well, you
3: enjoy your Beck and Soda polar fleece.
4: Excellent, thank you. Hey, there Pete, you can
3: I just
2: check? Do you listen yeah. to us up at uh, Cooper PD on the listener app?
4: I certainly do.
2: Oh, Aww. you're a star! Thank you so much, Pete. Have a great day in uh, nursing at the R.A.H. Let's hope it's a breezy, smooth day for you. Thank you.
4: There you
3: go.
2: Well done. Jeez, they're Lots up of people.
0: They
3: are. Morning, everybody. Just, nice. Look, we'll give more of these away. They're actually great, and I want you to wear yours out <laughs> in public. Okay. What are we doing now?
0: Yeah. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Got
5: a secret, can you keep it? Beck and Soda Secrets of
2: the Suburbs Untold Secrets, Unbelievably True Only on
4: SAFM.
3: If you've been listening to our secrets and you think I can top that, you can register at safm.com.au. We will keep you anonymous and you could win $5,000.
2: Radio. this one coming up right now is, well, it's unusual, no doubt about that. A very unusual situation. Anonymous joins us. Uh, welcome along. Please tell us about your story.
5: It is a little unusual. So my ex-husband was a cross-dresser and I used to do his makeup and style his outfits so he could bowl out dressed as a woman. Right, Righto. Eh? Well, yes, that is a little bit different. Um,
2: how did you know or come across the fact that this is what he was into?
5: We were going through a bit of a rough patch and I um, finally got him to open up to me about what was going on Mm. and he shared with me that he'd done a professional transformation um, and I looked at the photos and thought I could do better than that. So I'm generally a supportive person so I had a go at it. (laughs) He thought I did a better job as well. So... Yeah.
3: Wow. So when you um, helped him get ready, then was he going out dressed like that or?
5: He did a couple of times, yeah. Um, Obviously, not long after that, we ended our marriage. Um, So I don't think he does it anymore because he doesn't have someone to support him in that anymore. Um, But yes, I used to dress him up, do his makeup, style his outfit and he would go off. And it was the weirdest thing, hugging your husband goodbye with a real nice set of fake boots on.
2: Right, yes that would be unbelievably weird. So did you have
5: any inclination
2: that he sort of had these interests while you were married? Um,
5: he did tell me very early on in our marriage but then would never ever tell me anything about it so I kind of just forgot about it. He used to just do it when no one was home um, and then eventually opened up to me about, more, I was always curious to know more but didn't want to make him uncomfortable. So I just let him, you know, manage it himself, and uh, yeah. And it wasn't until he opened up to me about how much of a part of his life it was, and what he was actually doing, that I decided to help him out. And, um, and what
2: about kids? Yes, we have kids. <laughs> right. And do they are they aware of what dad was interested
5: in? God no, he right. would be absolutely mortified. And I would never, ever, ever tell them mm. about that. They deserve to just know him. How he's comfortable with mm. them knowing him.
3: So, how often was he um, dressing up?
5: As often as he could. Right. Sometimes he would ask me on a whim, on a night after work, to do his makeup for him, and I just be like oh, I'm too tired. So it was as often as he could manage. Wow. And nobody else
2: in the world essentially knows about his secret.
5: No. No one. I couldn't do it to him.
3: (laughs) Is he in another relationship now?
2: Yes, he is. Right. With with a man or a woman? With a woman. And you wouldn't know whether she's aware or not?
5: Oh, Oh, no. It took him years to be really honest with me. I don't think he'll ever...
2: Be honest with her. Well, Anonymous, we really appreciate you being honest with us, but there is so much more to this situation. Stick around. Um, My Lord, wait until you hear what's coming up next.
3: If you've just joined us, the secret we are hearing is from Anonymous, who discovered her husband was dressing up in women's clothing and had had a makeover. She saw the photos and went, nah, I can do better than that. So then she became uh, the makeup artist for her husband and helped him um, get dressed.
2: Wonderfully open minded and supportive, which is such a confronting situation. Yeah. Um, and Anonymous is still with us.
3: All right. Anonymous, so finding this out, did, did it have anything to do with the end of your marriage?
5: Uh, not really, no. It was just down to other personality issues and um, his alter ego female persona was an absolute bitch. <laughs> I didn't like her at all.
3: So he would actually change personality when he was cross-dressing. He became that female persona.
5: Yes, yeah, super competitive um, wanted to be um, skinnier than me, lighter than me, in smaller clothes. It was always a competition. And I was like, oh, this is just too much.
2: (laughs) Wow. What a fascinating situation. But uh, congratulations to you for having such wonderful strength to be supportive in the way because it's so confronting. I mean, your whole life gets turned on its head, doesn't it? How How do you support him like that?
5: Yeah, well, I'm, an, I'm a creative person, so I kind of took it to a challenge to do a better job than the professionals. But um, it, <laughs> I found that quite cathartic, but it was just the personality that came with it I didn't like. And how do you feel now after all of this? Um, honestly, it had nothing to do with our relationship ending. It was more just other personal issues, and it doesn't bother me. I, I would have been quite happy to stay married, if that was the only thing he had going on, mm. um, it, it really didn't bother me. But I, I just had one one ground rule, and that was she never comes in the bedroom. So that was my only deal breaker. Did he break that deal? He tried, um, but I just wasn't having it. Not, not at all. No way, no how.
2: Wow. I've got to ask, how are you doing now? You you all good?
5: I'm awesome. I've got a new partner that um, is super supportive and we have common interests and just life is great.
2: I suppose common interests other than wearing bras together or anything with a new partner. No, we have other common interests.
5: That's <laughs> don't involve underwear.
3: I think you sound like an incredibly open-minded and, and supportive person and and it wasn't, in fact, the cross-dressing that was a deal-breaker. It was just um, the person that he became when he was doing that.
5: Yeah, and, and when
2: he wasn't. Well, thank you so much for sharing the story. I hope you feel a little bit better that you've been able to sort of get that off your chest. Oh, yeah. It's always
5: good to uh, tell someone without the scariness of people actually finding out.
2: (laughs) Well, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing.
5: Thank you. Got a secret. Beck
4: and Soda. Secrets of the suburbs.
3: Share your secret at safm.com.au. I hope he's happy as well. You mm. want, you just want people to be happy in themselves.
2: Well, she's unbelievably understanding and mm. would have stayed in a relationship mm. if the alter ego yeah, didn't try is, and yeah. cross the threshold into the bedroom. All right. Wowie.
3: Do mm. you have a
0: secret? Right. Not like win. that, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't,
2: but thanks for asking.
0: This is SAFM's
3: Beck and Soda.
4: Oh my gosh. Look at these trending topics.
3: We were talking earlier in the week about missing the birth of your child after oh. uh, Craig McRae, uh, the coach of Collingwood,
2: Collingwood. <laughs> Premiers. <laughs> the premier. okay. How quickly we forget! <laughs>
4: mm. oh, was, that was a, that was last season. No.
3: Yes,
2: yeah, no, he did. His he, uh, little daughter Maggie, um, his pardon, me, his wife Gabrielle gave birth during
3: the day of the grand final. Let him sleep in. But he he probably saw the baby before the grand final, didn't he? I don't know. I I don't know. Um, But we uh, we had a few uh, dads uh, who missed the birth. One uh, who couldn't find the car keys, so didn't make it in time. Well, we have a doozy in the celebrity world for, oh my gosh, the Beckhams have a new Netflix doco out. David Beckham missed the birth of a child, and I don't think his excuse sat very well with posh.
4: They've told me that I can go in, you know, Monday morning and I can I can have the baby. And he said, I can't do that because I've got to do a photo shoot with Jennifer Lopez and Beyonce. And I remember someone showing me the front page of the newspaper and the headline was, what would Posh say? Let me tell you what Posh would say. Posh was pissed off. Oh. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> Thank you. How's that for an excuse? Was so it Jennifer Lopez and Beyonce? And Beyonce. And she's
3: in hospital having right. baby cruise. Mm. And then she said uh, she saw the... Photo shoot while she was in hospital, and every woman will know you feel pretty gross when you're in hospital after having a baby. So she's lying there feeling all bloated and she's seeing a picture of her husband with Beyonce and J-Lo. Wow,
2: that's um that's a pretty bad excuse.
3: It's a terrible excuse, Bex. Do better. I you mean I know you're hot. Turned, turned around better.
2: and said, hey, someone's got to put food on the table.
3: Posh has a Posh has the Spice Girls and she has her own Victoria Beckham clothing line. Mm. She doesn't need Bex's football money. Um, but we also spoke about the fact that Bex has also been at uh, Paris Fashion Week because, remember, he made socks and sandals fashionable. That's Somebody right. else who's been at Paris Fashion Week is Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, we love talking about Leo and his penchant for breaking up with women before they turn 25. Well, he was at Paris Fashion Week and how many of his exes do you reckon – we're at the one show.
2: Uh, well, that's a good point. I'm trying to think of how many. Uh, okay, two were on the catwalk. Okay, two were on the catwalk? Yeah. Uh, two in the audience, four.
3: There were nine what? of his exes. No. <laughs> Imagine he walks in. What? So there's Gigi Hadid on the catwalk and uh, Victoria Sureshi, yeah. uh, who he's apparently currently seeing. Nine. So Victoria would not be happy <laughs> because also Helena Christensen, Tony Garn, Naomi Campbell, Virginie Ledion. Eva Herzogova and Amber Valletta all were also at Paris Fashion Week. So.
2: My <laughs> lord, that uh, that is a fair book.
3: Nine! Did you say Helena Christensen? Yeah, I didn't realise that Leo dated her.
2: She's a little older. That would have been it a must bit must have of good been a teamwork. long time ago then. was she Helena Christensen was the one that used to date Michael Hutchins too.
3: Yes. Right. You know your celebrity goss. Imagine right. walking into a room where you've been with nine people. Nine. I mean that would never happen to me. I haven't Anyway,
4: sorry, are yep, yep. just what? doing some mental okay. Keep going. What are you, yeah, what are yeah, you yeah. saying? Good luck to you, Leo. <laughs> what, 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 what were you getting at, though?
3: I, I don't have nine X's. Right. I'm a serial monogamist. Thanks for that. <laughs> right. Sorry. Good I, morning, everyone. I, I really like my like I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you out.
0: You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Now. Oh.
4: Oh. The Hot Mess Express.
3: So you and I have uh, very privileged roles in the media that allows us occasionally be uh, asked to MC to host events. I've seen you MC a couple of events. Mm -hmm. You're a very accomplished Mm. MC. Mm. You have authority. You Mm. have confidence. You have humour. You're an excellent MC. No, just my crap up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be humble. You don't get many compliments from me. (laughs) Just take it. Say thank you. No thanks. I, on the other Mm. hand. In the events I've done lately, Things seem to go wrong. Some of them are out of my control. Some I feel are jinxed and some I just mess up. Like recently I was at one where they had a lucky seat prize. Mm. You know, everyone looks under their seat and somebody wins a diamond ring. No. So <laughs> they're all popping out and everyone's looking under their seat mm. and it's taking ages for someone to yell out. The organiser runs up to the front, whispers and goes, we forgot to put it out. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: so I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, please stop searching. <laughs> no, there is so no
3: lucky here. seat prize. What? But then I'm the one who looks like the knob. Do you know what I mean? Like the person up there with the microphone, yeah. if things go wrong, is the person who i So how did you
2: it. cover that off? <laughs> well,
3: I, did. I just looked stupid. Oh, you
2: should and have the... got them all to stand up and play like heads and tails. Oh, I yeah, right. was well, and... That's why
3: you're better than me. You think oh. on your feet. Well, you still
2: have to give the diamond away, don't you? You've got to look after sponsors.
3: <laughs> so yesterday I was uh, the host of a panel and I had to introduce three speakers. One person pulled out at the last minute and then the third speaker, they were to give me the in- information on that person at the last minute minute. And I realized as I was making my way up there that I never got that information. But the information I had on the first two speakers was comprehensive, like Mm. five paragraphs Mm -hmm. about where they studied, what they've Mm -hmm. achieved. And then I get to the third speaker and realize I have a blank page. So I say, and ladies and gentlemen, our third speaker, who I'm sure is so well-known to all of us in this room. She needs no introduction. Please welcome Julie. <laughs> <laughs> so
4: she just walks up to the table and she sits there. I'm like, mm. And I'm like, I don't know who she is.
3: i just hope that everybody else in the
4: room does. <laughs>
3: Anyway, I think that I think... I've re- what,
2: what did you not... Did, <laughs> well, did you not understand, like, before you started that you didn't have an intro on one of the people? That's
3: my point. I, t- <laughs> I tried to get it. The woman I was getting it from was too busy and she didn't give it to me. And then I realised I did realized you go to I the lady up,
2: and ask her again, about herself?
4: Again, that's why
3: I'm a hot mess, mate. That's... Point. I no,
2: that's suck not in. doing your job. <laughs> All right. Well, it gets worse. Oh no. I think
3: the panel's really good. Actually, I feel a bit sick about that. But I think I think I covered it because everyone's nodding. Going, well, she must be well known. Then, if she doesn't need any introduction, mm. then I go up to the organizer at the end and I say, "Thanks for having me." So my one job. There was another MC. I was just the panel host. She goes, "Yeah." yeah I think we'll probably do without the panel next year. <laughs>
0: the Hot Mess Express. SAFM's
3: Beck and Soda.
2: Now, not long ago, was it a couple of months ago that your dog Wolfie, the big white Samoid, uh, escaped and he ended up down by the uh, the outlet he ended up there? Torrens Torrance Outlet. And we had a wonderful man coming. Jump yeah, in the water and did, save him. He saved a hero. His life. A, yeah. a hero. Courier driver.
3: Yes. Uh, but uh, Wolfie is pretty quick on his feet, mm. unlike Houdini, the tortoise, who has escaped from a Pennsylvania vet clinic, not once, not twice, but three times. I'd
2: love to know if they named him Houdini after the escape yeah. or before, Ooh. because if it was before, he was destined to escape. Mm. Mm.
3: I, yeah, no, I think so. Actually, no, the tortoise is called Tank, and then they nicknamed him (laughs) Houdini. Don't don't, don't wreck the story, mate. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm going to live up (laughs) to my name. Come on. No, they named him Tank, and then, yeah, that was his nickname. (laughs) But good news, he has turned up. They found Tank, a.k.a. Houdini. So he keeps escaping. Um, But 3.2 k's from where he got through the hole in the fence. How long does it take a tortoise to he's do 3.2K It's probably about the same amount of time it takes me to jog it.
2: No, I think he um, he left about two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they couldn't find him. Slow yeah. and straight. What, well, 3.2K? 3.2K. A a, he's escaped
3: three times from where? He gets out of a hole in the fence. Mm. Right. He lives outside and there's a hole in the fence and three times he's hit the road. Oh. Right. Take okay. the escapee. Escapade Escapade Escapade
4: escape.
2: Houdini eh? well, Houdini He's got somewhere to sleep While he's making his trek Hasn't In he In his little
3: shell Yeah All right, um,
2: 131060 Why did you have an accent
3: yeah. In your little shell Yeah it's, it's my cute accent Don't you like it
2: <laughs> Cute for who Yeah well. What if we're watching Lock, Stock and Two Smoking no. Barrels
3: You don't find it endearing Governor
4: Okay. Uh,
2: thirteen ten sixty. That's Give us a buzz. Weird. Um, how did your pet escape? We're talking about no, escapees. Yes, good one. Because some of them turn up so much later, don't they? Beck. Yes. How are you do. going there? Uh,
3: daylight saving has thrown me. <laughs> I cannot for the life of me sleep.
2: Right I'm on. running on fumes. Okay. All right. Thirteen ten sixty, tell us, did you have a pet escape? Okay. And how'd you find it? All right.
3: Good You'd idea. <laughs> what about that one? How spontaneous it was. Kylie and Morphevale, what happened?
4: So we were moving house and we came home and checked on our pythons and discovered our adult python had escaped. Right. So Hang we were on, searching sorry, for her. Carly, pythons? <laughs> yeah, pythons. How python? many pythons does one have? Uh, at that stage, we had just under 40. What?
2: <laughs> what do you mean you had 40 pythons?
4: Because we had some babies hatched, so we had about 20 babies at the time.
2: So you got 20 adults?
4: Yeah, about that at the time. Do you need a license? You do, yeah. You need a permit for owning more than one. Where, where are they? Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> no, we have, a, we have a room set up for them. Right, the
2: this is room. fascinating, Kylie. Okay. yeah. And- yeah. So what happened when, was it one of the big
4: ones that got out? Yeah, so it was a big adult. Um, It was about 15 years ago now. She got out, and we found her a few days later on the last day that we had the keys for the house over the neighbour's fence, right at the top of the fence. So my partner had to shimmy up the the tree to go get her.
2: Kylie, I'm fascinated by this. Um, How big's an adult python?
4: Uh, She was about eight to nine foot. Wow. Look.
2: That is unbelievable. And what do you feed your pythons, Kylie?
4: Uh, rodents.
2: Oh, really? So what do you do? Go and buy yep. them from the pet shop or something?
4: Yeah, yeah. We visit Reptile City and we go stock up.
2: What and just and what is? How often does a python eat a rodent?
4: Uh, an adult gets fed every fortnight, and younger ones get fed weekly.
2: And what do you feed the younger ones? Little rodents. Yes, more of mice than
3: that.
4: Wow! Get your rats at Reptile
3: City. <laughs> That's,
2: That's amazing. It. <laughs> Thank you, Kylie. Wow! So the Python forty escaped. pythons. I when you said pythons, she's going to say, "Oh, we had three of them." Forty <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: eating
2: wow. rodents. Mm. Yikes! I feel
3: like leaving. Oh, I
4: love this song. <laughs> escape. Yeah, escape. A savage Garden. No, I'm reeking yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not
3: savage
2: game. Enrique Galate. Ah, yes. and a cornucobus man.
4: There you go. That's
2: it. That's right. All right. We are talking about escaping pets. <laughs> okay. We got there eventually. Barry from West Croydon. Uh, Barry, what did you lose? Um, we lost our uh, cray- like a
4: red claw. It's like a freshwater crayfish. They're about eight inches long with big nippers.
2: Right. Um, can yeah. I ask, Barry, were you keeping your crayfish because you were fattening it up to eat or were you Aww. actually keeping it as a pet? No, it's just a pet, just oh. hung out in the fish tank, chasing the fish around. Right, and where, what's, what was his name? Um, we didn't actually give it a name. Larry. Right. Where, yeah, we we'll call it Larry. Yeah, where did you find Larry once he escaped? I found it like, um, at the under end of the house in a bedroom. <laughs> what was he doing, it, just chilling out? No, he actually like nipped at my sister's toe. That's how we found him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good on you, Baz. Thank you, Baz. Good on you, mate. All right, Anne from the southeast, Dan, who got away?
4: My turtle. Oh. We found him at the bus stop. <laughs> where was Wait, he off to? I don't know, but every time we lost him, that's where we went, back to the bus stop. Oh, no. Best. Right. Where did he want to go? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't want to be home with us, obviously.
2: Well, he clearly wasn't going to walk there because it'd take him too long, so the bus is probably a better option, Did <laughs> have a
4: backpack with him ready to go? Oh, no, mate, he's got everything shell. he yeah. needs in his shell. <laughs> yeah, I should have done it. Poor bugger. Put him on the bus? I sh- I sh- no, I should have put him on a backpack.
2: Oh, yes. Put some
4: food on his back and let him go. Yeah. yeah
2: he he, he little, just wanted to escape. Is he still stick. with us, Anne? Oh, hang on, sorry. Go back Anne, is he still with us? You're there. Uh, Annie? are you yeah, still with us? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, is, you, yep.
4: is he still with us, the turtle? No. Wow. No, he was. He, he turned out to be the size of a platter. No, he's not with us. He's living in the big smoke now.
2: <laughs> right. Good <laughs> on you, Anne. Yeah, love
4: that. Well done. That. Wow. <laughs> I'm in Manapara. Who escaped? Good morning, our pet sheep <laughs> escaped. My dad
0: was a local cop in town and was seen running down the main street chasing a sheep in full uniform.
2: Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Damn did was he successfully he got it?
0: Yeah, he did. He actually had to tackle it to the ground <laughs> and he got a, a round of applause from the local pub.
3: Oh, brilliant. <laughs> oh, and he had to yeah. find it back. He had to go, there's a sheep on the <laughs> lamb on the run that's absconded. <laughs> this is
0: SAFM's Beck and Soda.
3: You're Pun
2: Believable. Rightio, school holidays at the moment. So, what we do with Pun Believable is we normally take like a movie title or a band or a song or something or a. Celebrity name and just tweak it into something topical. School holidays, right? We have got producer Rach here as well. We are taking a band, a musical artist or band and turning them into a school bent
3: <laughs> Even though you got off track and
4: you yeah. were doing movies oh, I was doing all these movies <laughs> yeah, like that they was good.
2: Movies into yeah. school and then yeah. I realised anyway, I'm doing yeah. the wrong one. All okay, right. let's now. go with it. Uh, if you've got one, 13, 10, 60, you want to play along, give us a call So take the name of a band and tweak it to give it a school feel. Alright,
3: I'll go simple early. Okay. The Teach Boys. Said the Beach Boys Oh yeah. I mean it's, you know, yeah, you oh, know you, you, hmm. No, you're right, it's simple. It's simple Get effective. Okay. Producer Rach is in. What, do you, got, what do you got? All right. What about Panic at the Blue Light Disco? Yeah. Good. I like
2: that's it. Better. I like it. Nice. Okay. That's a bit more. Really better. good. That's where you got your cheeky pashes for the first time, mm. wasn't it? Um, okay. What about uh, Fleetwood MacBook Pro? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, good. Okay, no one sounded it. Mm. Well,
3: I that don't mean? know. Yeah. In my day, we didn't have
2: computers. No, <laughs> uh, you had quills. What else you
3: got? Uh, what about um, Lunchbox 20?
2: Yeah. Oh, good. oh, good. I like Come it. On. Go on, here's again. You on a roll.
3: Um, Instead of A, C, D, C, A, B, C, D. <laughs> Not
2: bad. Oh, Money. you like that, Rach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a good one.
3: <laughs> All right, what about lunch lady gaga? Yeah.
2: Lunch, oh, lunch lady. Lunch lady. The lunch, oh, the lunch lady. lady. You're a bit yeah. quiet over there. No so buses, I yeah. Have... Yep. Okay, what about cold play lunch?
3: What? Oh, I had cold play <laughs> time.
2: Yeah, cold play. Play lunch is another lunch. thing they call yeah. recess
3: no, back in our day. recess. Recess and lunch.
2: Um... Blackboard Sabbath.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blackboard
2: peas. Black Blackboard <laughs> eyed peas. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's better. Red hot chilli pencils. <laughs>
3: <laughs> God, that didn't deserve that big a laugh. Come, come down over there. The spelling B G's. Yes. Oh, hello. Uh, uh, one detention. One <laughs> yes. detention. Good.
2: Um, Pearl Jam Sandwich.
3: <laughs> Are you allowed you to go. take jam? Oh, you just can't take peanut butter. Mm.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what else you got? Anything to finish it off with?
3: Guns and recess? <laughs> no! Oh, dear. That's,
2: no, that's Oh, my bad. God. Are we going to end on that?
3: Yeah, Come on, all. Beck, um, can you redeem us? <laughs> the Muffing
4: Pumpkins.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, good Lord, get out.
0: You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda.
3: you like Arnold Schwarzenegger? I'll be back. It's not a tumour. Yes.
2: My sister paid $1,000 to meet him.
3: Did, I, I don't love him that much. She did.
2: Well, He did his big speaking thing and you go along and pay, but if you paid the extra, you could actually meet him and she's got a photo with him. Oh. She loves Arnold. It's a weird <laughs> fascination, but she loves Arnold. And look, you can't help but love him just listen to that ridiculous accent. Uh, he's talked um, on one of those TV shows that have come back from the strike, Jimmy Kimmel, about uh, how he disciplined his son, Patrick. Mm. Now, Arnold grew up with a father in Austria who was a policeman, very, very, ah. very strict. Um, And so Arnold used to make sure that the kids, his kids would uh, clean their own toilets, (laughs) would make their own beds and so forth. His son, Patrick, didn't make his bed one day. And this is how the big muscle man dealt with it.
4: So he grabbed the mattress, he opened up the doors, grabbed the mattress and threw it
5: out the balcony, down to the, into the swimming pool. You
4: know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> How could that? You imagine? And he's so strong, yeah. he would have like held it yeah. above his head.
5: Absolutely. That
3: could have been,
2: bad. <laughs> would have been a double bed. It's a big mattress. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah. he could pick up a king and throw it away, would <laughs> yes. he? He'd be, imagine Big Arnold being your dad, being disciplined like that. Oh, do you my. lose the plot a bit with your kids?
3: <clears throat> yeah, I do. I throw stuff out if it's been on the floor for too long. I've yeah. put dirty dishes on beds before because really? they didn't do the dishes. I moved the dishes from the sink in onto their bed because they didn't do them.
2: I can remember when we were kids, we would have been about 12, and my best mate Foggy and I, and we were driving around riding our bikes around to our mate Cash's house. Mm. Anyway, it was dark at night, right? Then we come mm. out to leave and our bikes weren't there.
0: Yeah.
2: We're looking around every going, someone's pinched our bikes, this is horrific. Anyway, we're running around for half an hour. Then my mate said, hang on and he went and got a torch, and he flashed it up, and he just had this feeling. Our bikes were on the roof of the house. His dad, George, put them on the roof of the house to teach us a lesson for not riding with, uh, with lights on our bikes. It's <laughs> good one. How's that? How'd you get them down? Well, we had to get up there and get them down. <laughs> <How's that control? laughs> so you know what we did? We rode home and then rode back the next night at the same place in the dark. Cop that, George.
0: <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda.
1: Beck and Sodas Morning Quickie
2: Hey, just before we get started with Em, we were talking with Jenny before, who played Alpha Bucks, yeah. um, and you said you'd never met a bad Jenny. I think Jenny's
3: a lovely lady.
2: Em, ever met a bad Jenny? No,
3: well,
1: no, I said my mum's name's Jenny. Yay! Yeah.
3: Good morning, Jenny.
2: <laughs> yeah. She's
1: lovely. She's,
3: of course she is. We love our mums. Yeah. There
4: you go.
2: So your answer is, you've never met a bad Jenny. <laughs>
3: That's right. <I>
5: don't know. <laughs> She's checking. not listening,
3: Em, because you're... Yeah. Morning,
1: Mum. <laughs> it's mean? Jennifer when she...
5: Oh, yeah, so it was always, right. she always
1: said, I'm not a Jennifer. But. Right, okay. And yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Jennifer comes out.
3: What's making news this morning?
1: So, um, British PM Rishi Sunak, he's proposed banning younger generations from ever buying cigarettes. Wow. Good on him. Imagine that.
2: So what, what are the most, how old do you have to, oh, this is going to be really, really stupid.
3: 18 here.
2: 18 here, is it? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Okay, and what about, is it in England?
3: Oh, good question. <laughs> They want to progressively push up the age. Yeah, how are they going right, to do That's right, every mm-hmm. year.
1: Oh.
2: yeah.
1: Um, so by 2040, yes. no one
2: can buy cigarettes. Oh, he wants right. to make sure that there's no He's one smoking. phasing
3: right. out yeah, so cigarettes.
1: You, so right. a 14-year-old today
3: yeah, could never, could never legally be able to buy a packet of cigarettes. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, you're still going to be able to bum them off a friend, but it's, it's going to make people less likely to get addicted. And take up smoking. Tell you what,
2: in our building we work in here, mm. right? We're on the 13th floor of... What's our street? Franklin? Franklin. You always forget like Flinders that. Flinders and Franklin. Well, why do we change just, the street when we cross? Like, just yeah, no, call it confusing. Bloody Franklin all the way across. But anyway, Franklin. <laughs> Bloody oh, <sorry>. Franklin. Bloody <laughs> no, Franklin. We're not naming it after him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, when we go down... Because we're on the 13th oh. floor and you go down to the car park you got to walk mm. between the buildings. Yep. There are that many people from this building who are darting. It is disgusting. <laughs> it's like you're walking through... Mm. A, like a tunnel of dart.
3: Yeah, and then they all put out their cigarettes in an old um, milk container full of water, <laughs> yeah. and it looks like a cocktail of despair.
2: I would like them to add up all the moments that they dart each day and then put it together and then show their bosses that they have spent that many hours in the year darting and not doing their work. I
3: was just saying, I have no friends who are smokers. Yeah, I've
2: only got one that I can think of.
3: Yeah, I do feel like um, we're phasing it. I think it's great. I mean, it, and it's so expensive. It's 50 bucks a pocket. Packet. Is it? Yeah, wow. last time I there looked. Go. Yeah.
2: Good on you, okay. Good uh, on you, Rishi. Rishi, that's right. I'm gonna and, call him
1: Richie. Uh, in hundreds of Coles and Woolies workers will strike on Saturday for two hours.
2: Oh, really? Saturday's
1: a busy shopping time. That's, that's probably right.
2: why they picked it. What times do we know? Yep, from in ten. The, from ten for two hours. Yep. right. Overpaying
1: conditions. That's right, yeah. So it could be um, a couple of staff members from a store, or it might be like half the team from a store.
3: Oh, Oh, so what? You're going to have to just self-serve yourself through a (laughs) checkout. How's that any different to the service you get at Coles and Woolies? Now, you can't find anyone in there anyway. They've got rid of all staff in Coles and Woolies. Yep. It is...
4: That's my real bugbear
3: to self serve <laughs> checkout. So you probably won't notice. You'll just have to serve yourself like all the other times. Speaking of
2: staff, we got anyone here that can get her a coffee.
3: <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and
0: Soda. Speaking of
3: magic. Magic, magic, magic. Magic mark time, everybody. Okay. Here we go. Do you we, know a crowd has gathered outside hey, the studio we to have, watch? Hey! Because People want to see how you do it. They want to see if you've got some goggles or something that you right. put on. We've
2: got guests and visitors floating around. Okay, here we go. Um, who is in their car? It is Lisa from Richmond. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Okay, Lisa. What are you doing? You're going to work? You're going home? What's I'm happening?
4: heading home from my partner's place. Day mm. off today.
2: A little sleepover. Yeah. Ah, lucky you. Okay, Lise. Right, I need to ask first up, have you and I met before? No, never. Never met, okay. Um and you live in Richmond. I do. Right. Which which road are you on at the moment?
4: I'm actually
2: on Kitson Road at Kitson, the moment. Kitson Road, yeah. where's
4: that? That is just off Marion Road in Richmond. Right, right. <laughs>
2: and you've pulled over?
4: I have, I've pulled okay. over, yes.
2: Okay, Lise, here we go. Um are you a coffee drinker? Yes. Right, how many would you have a day, roughly?
4: Oh, probably three or four. Three mm. or
2: four a day, and what's your coffee of choice?
4: Um, I actually like the strong cappuccino sachets.
2: Beautiful, <laughs> strong cappuccino. Okay, that's good. Um, oh, hey, while we're on drink, what about food? Have a think about this. What is the mm-hmm. best meal you've ever eaten in your life? Can you think oh my of gosh. one meal that stood out? Where well, there's a restaurant? Yes. Yeah. What was it? A
4: garlic prawn carbonara like creamy carbonara dish it was amazing garlic
2: prawn carbonara wow all right was that a while ago um yeah not too long ago actually Okay, beautiful beck anything you'd like to ask at all at this point in time
3: you don't have to uh no i want to watch i don't want to interview with your (laughs) magic spidey (laughs) senses
2: okay well my third question um Mm -hmm. what's the name of your first pet my first pet yep butch butch (laughs) what was butch Butch was an American bulldog. Oh, f- of course it would be. He'd have to be called Butch <laughs> if he's an American bulldog. right oh I reckon I've got enough here. You love your coffees, you know, three or four mm-hmm. strong caps, uh, the garlic prawn carbonara, and Butch the, and Butch the bulldog. Right.
3: Re- from that, you reckon you know what she's uh, trying? Yeah. So, so we're right.
2: talking colour. I've got then the then colour. Mate, I, straight away, I've got the colour. I can tell the colour of your <laughs> car, but I just a couple of things I need to consider. Lease, stick around. We'll be back okay. in a moment again. No, time. Right. No, problem. Righto, we are with Lisa from Richmond She's pulled over in her car She's in the Richmond area close to home Just off Marion Road Um, How are you Lisa, all good? I'm good, how are you? Terrific, okay Now Lisa, you're on your way home from your partner's house And I've asked you three random questions And they were uh, How many cups of coffee a day do you drink? And what do you drink? You're about three or four a day, yeah? Three or four, Do you need one just to invigorate you in the morning? Most definitely. Okay, right. Have you had that? (laughs) Yes, I have. Perfect. That's good. That's why you sound so up and about. Okay, you love a strong cap. Um, Mm -hmm. The best meal you've ever had, tell us again, because it sounded great.
4: Oh, garlic prawn carbonara. It was amazing.
2: Beautiful. All right, with a bit of cracked pepper. Did you you have it locally?
3: SA restaurant, you want to plug? Uh, Yes, I did. no, no, but I don't remember the name of the place okay. <laughs> the
4: I'm hopeless with names As <laughs> long it. as you remember no, what I'm it was No, I'm hopeless with names
2: <laughs> You can go back and try it again Okay, garlic prawn carbonara, sounds great uh, mm. And the first pet you had was Butch the Bulldog I love that. Yes. Oh, uh, Was Butch a beautiful dog? He was, he was gorgeous Okay, what was uh, his bad habits?
4: Um,
3: eating my underwear actually <laughs> Right, okay, that's good <laughs>
2: Yep. All
4: right. Get on your butchy
2: boy. <laughs> Naughty boy. boy. <laughs> right oh. Okay, Lisa, from all of that, I can work out right now. hmm I can feel a connection with you. You know why? Why? Because I used to drive a VL Commodore. Right? mm mm-hmm. Yes. And I reckon you're driving a Commodore.
4: I think you could be on the right track.
2: Are you in a Commodore? <laughs>
4: I am, yes. Commodore.
3: Golden <laughs> Commodore, right. It's <laughs> um,
2: not a common car anymore. It's not a common car anymore, no. Um, and I, look at this. Is, is it a station wagon?
4: It is. Oh right! Wow. Wow. This is okay, quite colour. remarkable. All right, the Come colour. On. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Now, the
2: colour of your car, that came to me straight away. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, the first colour that came white, and we always know white's the most common car because I knew it was a lightish colour. But then I went, "There's nothing common about our friend Lisa, so it can't be white, <laughs> right?" Uh-huh. Right? Is it a lightish colour car? Yes. Right, Beck. I can tell you that Lisa is driving a Commodore station wagon, and it is silver.
4: Yes. Yes.
3: Yes. <laughs> Wow.
4: Lise. <laughs> we got it, eh? Yes, you did. Well done.
2: Good stuff. That's incredible. Wow. Uh, Commodore, Vic. Yeah.
3: All <laughs> right.
2: Hey, <laughs> Lise. Wow. We, uh, we've got a family pass to head out to Monato Safari Park for you.
4: Oh, that's awesome.
2: Brilliant. Hey, thanks so much and drive Thank safely.
4: Thank
3: you very much. Yinelli, oh, magic Mark. You're nearly home. You're all right. It's again. How's that, eh? The drone can follow her home, make sure she gets things Yeah, I know. She's, I know where she's heading. So it's silver right. yep, Commodore, Commodore. Commodore.
2: I'll tell you what, I had a VL. I reckon her model would have been probably a VE, I reckon, Commodore. <laughs> you can check that with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. SAFM's
0: Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.